Okay, with A.D. Cooper, Put Away is the short film winner, Best Performances at the Female Feedback Film Festival. Uh, she's the director, uh, the writer, the producer. Uh, really excellent film. Like, How many awards has this uh, um, had so far? Nine. Nine awards? So it's yeah. doing well, I guess. It's on the doing festival. really well. It's doing, it's doing good business. And it's uh, getting into about 40% uh, of the film festivals I'm entering it. It should be well. It should be like sixty, seventy, or even one hundred percent, as far as I'm concerned. I, I'd be very oh. confused by who's rejecting this film. But it's played in Los Angeles. It's played in London. It's played in Paris. It's played uh, played in Toronto, Atlanta. Uh, it's played all all over the UK. I guess it's played everywhere. Mm -hmm. I guess right. Yep. Yep. So tell me about the, the the seed of this idea. You wrote the script. Like, why were you when you're writing it? Why? Where did this idea come from for you? Um. It. It actually is part of a bigger idea, but um, the, I've written a, a feature-length screenplay set in the same um, mental hospital in North London. Yeah. But actually, yeah. it was kind of it was kind of came out of the depth of the uh, pandemic when we were all locked up. And what could be worse than sitting at home with no friends and just nothing? And I decided it would be um, being sane in a mental hospital. So that's the idea, like the COVID, like you're you're yeah, seen, yeah. but then you're locked down, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So what what could what could be worse? You could be in a mental hospital when you are completely sane. That was, but it is it is part of a uh, it's kind of proof of concept for a bigger a bigger thing. So okay, so you wrote well. this. I'm assuming you wrote the feature screenplay first. Yes, and it also I wrote it as a, a one woman show, a theatre piece. Okay. Uh, and then it evolved in, it evolved into into a feature script and out on the back of that i got a, a literary agent um and then this is kind of like a, this is kind of like a taster for the feature so for, in, in a roundabout way covid has been very good to you then being locked up uh, was good for you uh vague. i did i did uh two dramas and a music video during lockdown and you did this, like so. You got the yeah, idea, yeah, yeah, idea yeah. which the kid it keeps yeah. on giving, giving to you, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it said you said in the first uh, frame of the film, it said based on real events. Yes, there, there are. There is a. There was an enormous um, mental hospital in North London, a place called Freer and Barnet, uh, which is now a very swanky block of flats, uh, apartments. Um, but it was an enormous mental hospital. Um, enormous insofar as the corridor to get round it is two miles. Okay. So we're talking huge. Yeah. And the the, the the practice was, and this is this is a practice that went on from the 1800s onwards and still happens in various parts of the world, is that if you were a spirited woman with an opinion uh, or you, you defied your parents or wouldn't marry the, the, the person your father said you should marry or you had political opinions or you got pregnant or you had Bell's palsy, or Down syndrome, or if you got pregnant out of wedlock or through adultery, then off you went. You got you got sectioned, off you went, and your name was never spoken again. It was like, it was worse than a death. And this was a normal, up until even the 1970s, there were still old ladies in the UK who were in mental hospitals who'd been in there for, you know, decades and decades, but were still completely sane. That's that's very tragic, I guess, eh? But it's still happening in no. parts of um, China, in parts of South America. You know, it's it's you know, if you're if you're a spirit, how, how many wonderful women were lost, wasted? 
because they they disagreed with us. They had an opinion. Doesn't bear thinking about, it, does it? Yeah. No, but I guess that 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 those kind of themes will will are, I guess are in in your feature screenplay. I guess right. This is kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. This is almost a one woman show of like very well photographed, very well very cinematic. But this is a one woman show of this this yeah. moment in time for this character. I guess right. Yeah. And it was it was um, filmed in the changing rooms of my local lawn bowls club, which is. Yeah horribly crumbling and decaying and moldy and rusty and um it was uh and smelt so i guess you need um, to go join a new club then i guess no i'm not a member of, i'm not a member but um we had to we had to the the, the members complained how bitterly how i cleaned had to clean it beforehand because of covid yeah. uh, regulations i had to clean it afterwards because of covid and all the members complained how it smelled far too far too fragrant and they didn't like it <laughs> it was quite funny um so the one woman show, how long is the one woman show that you wrote? Um, that was 70 minutes. 70 minutes. So seven. Okay. So it's a few, it's a, it's a three act play, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is 10 minutes. So what didn't yeah. you, where did you like, how did you figure out, okay, where work, what, like what piece of the film or what piece of the script can I use for the film for the 10 minute film? Oh, come back. You, sorry, you, you you froze briefly. I don't, I missed I missed a bit. Say say that last question again. Uh, when did you like? When how did you kind of piece together uh, making the ten minute film? Like well, like it what, was just I, I I just took one of the characters from the feature. Okay. And, and, and told her story. So there's multiple characters in the in the Mul feature. many multiple yeah. characters, all okay. of whom are all of whom are sane. So you you, you found the location. So then you uh, um, the, the obviously your your lead actor is key hmm. to your film. Right, yeah. she's, she's pretty yeah. fantastic in this film. Yeah. So, where did you find her? Uh, casting director um, Mandy Mandy Steele, who's a casting director in the UK, um, and we were very mean to her because she's a very beautiful woman, and we just we just made we didn't I didn't let her wear makeup, and we put grease in her hair and <clears throat> horrible hair clips um, and horrible clothes, um, and uh, she was she was um, incredible um, at just completely. I didn't want her to be too emotional because I reckoned after all this time she wouldn't be too emotional. Um, and, but she could she could cry like that. I mean, she could just turn it on like a tap. And and the the cinematographer saying, "Oh, keep crying, keep crying. I'm just getting all the glitter of the light on your tears." I don't want her to cry. I don't want her to cry. Um, so we had to try and have that balance of him wanting the aesthetic of her weeping and me not wanting it. So that was that was a that was a fun game. So, okay, so then how many days did you shoot it? Did you shoot the piece? One, one day, one day. Okay, so she has one day to, to let it all out, I guess, right? In this location yeah, that yeah, she's in. Yeah. So yeah. she's she's not, she's it's hard because she's not, she's bouncing off of the walls, I guess. Like there's nothing, there's nobody to play off of, right? Like, no, 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 nothing at all. Um, and also um, because the theory of the film is that she's telling the story again and again and again yeah. each day. It didn't matter if the take was different. It didn't matter if she said it slightly differently. So okay. that's why you could, it's the way we've cut between them um, because she's telling the same story, but she tells it slightly differently each day. So we get a sense there's a different day going on, but she's just telling the same story again and again and again, just so that she remembers it. So who's in the room? Who's in the room while there's like, obviously you, the cinematographer, is there like a focus um, board or lighting? No, no, we were in the next room. We were next door. Okay. It's actually, it's actually, there are three rooms. We were in three rooms and we were always in one other room um, because there was a cinematographer, the sound, the boom op, um, and the, the actor. 
That's it. So the three of them were in the room together. Yeah, and everything else was on a feed into the into um, screens next door. So you would so after cut, would you go like talk to her? Like, what would you like? Would you always enter the room again? Like, what was? Oh you- yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you had to kind of kind of a relay of, of action, 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 cut, cut, cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so they, they they got through. So tell me about your uh, your your. Uh, shot design with your cinematographer obviously lots of close-ups there's lots of uh like you could have really there's a hundred thousand different ways you could have shot this it's a really nicely shot did you did you like did you have like um storyboards any storyboard setup or did you just do a straight shot list like what was your process um i did a bit of both but the brief to alan philippe cross who's the dop um was that i wanted to look very dutch masters to have that kind of shafts of light um uh, Powell and Pressburg used to use it a lot as well, um, but they kind of one you know, hard light source. So we had um, uh, uh, helpfully all those windows, those nice textured windows, was to stop people looking in when people are changing. So these gave us lots of textures. Um, and it, and I, well, I left him to do it so that you had a, a late in the day purple look and an early in the day um, uh, sort of bright light book. And we actually had a, a a logic of where the sun went in the day that kind of mirrored where the sun went in the day in the building, but okay. it didn't. Um, but he, he, he loved all the textures on the walls and things. Um, and we hired the most enormous amount of lighting. I mean, you wouldn't really know, but with enormous, it was like 200 grand's worth of lighting or something um, we hired just because he wanted all these, these effects and shapes and yeah. uh, um, he's absolute perfectionist. Um, yeah. Well, so it's I, a challenge, right? To do to shoot a ten minute film in one location like this with one actor, but there's yeah. also like obviously uh, creative opportunities, I guess, right? So I guess you guys took advantage of it. Mm. Um, and like all of this, the sort of you know the cobwebs and the rust and the dirt that was yeah. that was all there. Those those nineteen sixties curtains were just there. So uh, we actually got shortlisted for best um, production design. <laughs> It were one at one in one festival, which I thought was great because we'd done absolutely nothing to the room at all. Yeah, <laughs> just that's just how it was. That's amazing. Um, and yeah. and so like so then you have like uh, the the terms of your shot list. Like, did you did you have like did you stage it for the actor? Like yes, you, yes. this yes. section and like is that how you yes. did it? Yeah, yeah. And then we discovered there was a fantastic um, sort of speckled mirror on the back of one of the doors, so we did a shot on that as a kind of. So everything was kind of off. She's looking always, he never looks in the camera because the camera is observing her talking to the wall. Yeah. So she was all, she was never engaging with the camera and she was never engaging. So she was always talking to the wall or the spiders or whatever it was. Yeah. So. Which is very smart. Cause that was actually my next question because like yeah. you, 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 you kind of use point of view kind of, um, uh, sorry, fly in the wall shooting style, like in its generic yeah. sense. Like you could have done it like she's talking to the camera, but that's it would have been a different film, right? Like you're yeah. the way you the way you just, you just talk about it, like she's she's talking to the walls. She's not talking yeah. to the camera, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yes. This is not a this is not a documentary. Yeah, this is us watching her trying to stay sane, which is harder for the actor to pull that off too, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yes. We the, she was quite tempted a, a lot. We kept nope, nope, nope. Yeah, I line, I line out, I line out. Because that's um, what they're that's what they're trained as, right? Like they're yeah, trained yeah. To to work off something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's a uh, you know a very eminent uh, theatre actress. Done. She's done a lot of telly. Um, yeah. But uh, she's a very uh, very uh, eminent theatre um, actress. 
Yeah. For the, so you had to get the American American audience, that's tele, tele is television. So. Television, yeah. But we had to, she's, she's used to doing, you know, big theatrical, yeah. you know, you know, and we had, no, this is tiny. So you get, you get her, her tiny little eye flicks and things, tiny little shivers and shakes. She was brilliant at that. The middle um, is like, it's middle because the camera's right in her face, right? You're, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, like, I'm sure you like that your lens is like the meaning that like she's in close up like all the time. Right. So yeah, she can't be over the top. Like we, we like, never, and nothing was ever more than a mid shot. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, really nice. Like it, it's in like kudos to the writing too, because it's like you engage us. Like the time just flies for the audience. Like where it's like eleven minutes, and it's like oh, the, the movie's like just flies through you because we're emotionally invested in your character, right? Like we're we're locked in. Good, my job is done. <laughs> so then, uh, does she? Did the actor like the film? Has she seen the film yet? I'm assuming. Yeah, she's very, she's very pleased with it. Yeah, she's very pleased with it. And then, and her agent's absolutely thrilled as well. Oh yeah, um, so, I, yeah, I so bet. It's, um, yeah, um, and it's and it's helped me cast another. And the film I've just shot in May, it's helped me cast a, a quite good name because they said, look, look how good this performance is, and yeah. Um, so that's re it. Really helped other things that's down the line. And hopefully this, you can shoot uh, the film, I guess, in the future, right? The future film. I would, I would love to. I would love to. I would love to. It's, but uh, period is tricky because um, it's set in two, two periods, um, 1965 and 1916. Um, so it's, and, and everyone just goes, oh, period's expensive. Um, but it, uh, people like historical stuff, especially if it's true, you know. Um, but is that what so the studio the, people do in the meetings? Like, oh. <laughs> well, just, uh, uh, they do. They do. They just yeah. immediately. But, but they don't do it on sci-fi. Sci-fi is still period. They, they don't go, ooh, it's going to be expensive because it's in the future. But They yeah. think they can make money. The future is money, right? The past is yeah. uh, they don't think they can make money. Even though, like, if you think about the history of time, like Titanic, whatever, is like yeah. period pieces do work money-wise, right? Yeah. Well, well, Titanic did go down well, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Can't res couldn't resist it. Sorry. You, I set it up, right? So thank you, thank you. Here all week. So you're uh, so then you're doing other films, or you're making other short films. You just described. I've just made I've just made another short film, um, which is I didn't write, which is so it's quite a novelty for me that it's it's to, to direct someone else's film, but it's won an award, and I was one of the judges on the award and um, on the competition, and I donated script editing, and then I kind of got uh, handed it as a director. So we're now in post on that, um, and I've just written a a second podcast for a podcast company called Towton Audio. Um, I did a, an audio, a historical audio drama for them last year. And this is an interview with um, a pioneering American scientist woman who died in about 1880, who you've never heard of, but did all sorts of wonderful things. Uh, and that's going to be out in the autumn. That's awesome. So yeah, so you're like, this is, it seems like, like I said, it seems like this is like the way you described since, since COVID, you've mm -hmm. been busy, you've been doing a lot of things. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I had time. You see, the things I had time, you know, you, 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 then there was nothing else to do. Yeah. There wasn't any work. There wasn't anything, you know, way earn a living. You might as well crack on and get a get a, a script done, you know. Well, well, so, well, a lot of people did that, but also a lot of people just watch television too, right? Yes. Well, well watching television is part of the, part of the job. Yeah. You're, you're, you're it's all about balance, right? Like there, if you want to write a book, you got to read some books, but then you don't want to yeah. keep reading and not writing, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's it's all your studying film form, you know. That's that's all studying narrative structure. Now all all of that is is work. So you got to you got to remember that you know you're not just sitting on your uh, couch just doing nothing. You're actually 
studying storytelling. So there's a nice sound design in your film too. Uh, tell me about post-production in terms of like, did you, were you part of the editing experience, I'm assuming? Uh, it, was all done, everything was done rem- it was all done remotely. Everything had to be done remotely because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but I was working with long-term collaborators. Gary Tobin is an um, a, a editor I've worked with. Uh, I've done a lot of corporate films as writer. He's edited a lot of those, but uh, he's edited probably eight probably projects of mine um and he's he goes 100 he does 130 percent whatever you give him to do he just goes he's a very brilliant storyteller um but we had to do it remotely because we couldn't we weren't allowed and then the sound design was done by a man called uh john wood who is a titan in sound design he is coming up 80 years of age but he is six foot eight I mean, he's a big man and he's st- he's been doing sound design and sound engineering since he was 15. Oh, and wow. He so is 65 50- years. I'm just doing the math here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and he, what he doesn't know about sound design isn't worth knowing. Um, and he is the most enormous fun to work with. And he casts sounds. So he'll say, oh, we, we need a we need a crowd sign sound or whatever it is. And he'll then go through all the, the possibles. And when I worked with him, we decided we would punctuate it with the madness going on around her to actually underline certain points. Yeah. So there's screams that come in at certain times, like uh, when we're talking about the, the, the husband that wasn't the husband, the potential boyfriend who's, who's horribly scarred from being in the war. Um, yeah. So we threw in a whole lot of screams there. And he put in steam trains, he put in all sorts of things, um, little, little birdies, um, and actually, when you hear it on a big, um, in a big uh, cinema, you you hear so much more soundscape than than you imagine. Um, yeah. No, I so believe it. It's it's a, it's an amazing job. I'm glad I asked the question because it was like it's something that it's subtle, but it's like you can tell there's a professional yeah. work here, right? So I've I've written a lot of radio commercials in my, in my other life. So sound is the one part of uh, of storytelling I understand more than any other. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm I'm always and oh I always think if you listen if you watch a, a film and the sound design isn't good enough you're then distracted by well surely that door would creak surely that would make a noise surely we hear the footsteps you know all of that and then then you what I call you're taken out of the magic um, yeah. and if and if the sound design takes you out of the magic then I think the film's failed yeah well it's but it's so subconscious right like you're not even yeah. aware that you're out of yeah. the film because of the bad yeah. sound design yeah. And you kind of hear before you see. I don't know how you how you do, but you kind of do. No, I, mean, that's no, why, I get you. That's why Gary overlapped the uh, you, the next scene was was you heard the sound coming up before you lost left the, the images of the last one as a yeah. as a as a storytelling technique. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's like from my point of view, like the, the amount of films that are like that I watch, short films that I watch that are good. But they, they, they fail on the sound design is like yeah. if I had a nickel, right? Like it's so and it's frustrating because it's like, oh, my God, like pay attention. You know what I mean? It's like people yeah, yeah. forget. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, this beautiful job, beautiful. Yeah. Like it's a, this is a beautifully executed 10 minute film. It's like nicely performed, obviously very professionally. Nice direction, like because you could have taken it in that direction. But like, pardon the pun, like you really subtly kind of made this film because you didn't do you you could have got too fancy with the with the camera work you could have got like oh or you could you could have been scared by the minimalistic but you were you kind of like this you study the ship and it was a great job 
Thank you. I, what I didn't want to do is become too mawkish, if you know that word, where it's just it over overdoing the emotion, yeah. overdoing it. I just wanted to be. This is a hideous situation, yeah. and this is a poor woman trying to just get through the day. Yeah. You serve the story, therefore we're into the story. We're not watching the camera to set up. We're not watching. Yeah. We're watching yeah. the film and like, and we're yeah. taking it in. Then when I get to watch it the second time, I can stand back and go, okay, what did what did they do here? And it's like, oh, fantastic. So congratulations. I want to see your film. Uh, it's in post-production right now. I really like to see it because okay. I think that you are a very good director. So uh, oh, that's very kind to make a, make a feature film. Uh, yes, please. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks yeah. for the conversation. I appreciate it. Right, right. Good to chat. Have a good day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Hasenbemp Incorporated.